Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. You know, it's shocking that your home can be stolen this easily. That's the brutal lesson Deborah learned when thieves found her home's title online, forged it, and literally took ownership of her home. In an instant, thieves legally owned Deborah's home. She got evicted and spent a fortune in legal fees trying to get it back. You know, the FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes, and you do not want to be next. That's why I urge you to protect the online title to your home with Home Title Lock. You know, the legal documents to our home's are kept online where thieves hunt them. They forge the documents stating you sold your home. Then they borrow against your home and stick you with the payments. And no insurance or bank protects you. Home Title Lock does. You could already be a victim of title fraud and not know it. Find out. Register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter WATCH for one month of free protection. Again, enter WATCH for one month free at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to John Solomon Reports. And I am very fortunate to have with me today one of America's great lawyers, Sidney Powell, the author of the amazing book, License to Lie, which in many ways was a precursor to the misconduct that we ultimately found in the Russia case. She's an expert on all things Justice Department and is currently the lawyer for Mike Flynn, the former national security advisor fighting his conviction in the Russia collusion case. Sydney, welcome to John Solomon Reports. No, thanks so much, John. I'm really excited about your whole new media outlet. Thank you. Yes, we're really, really excited ourselves. We've got a few days under our belt now, and uh, and uh, people are starting to read us. We're very excited, so uh, an exciting time. All right, let's get right to business, because I know how busy you are. Um, the Mike Flynn case is the sort of uh, the epicenter of what we have now learned to be misconduct in the Justice Department Uh, investigation of President Trump's campaign. I wonder if you could give us just a quick overview of the recent developments. There's been a special prosecutor named to look at the misconduct issues you've raised in your filings, and you're also in the court trying to reverse the conviction. Can you talk a little bit about the state of play and 
what may happen over the next few weeks? Yes, we have filed motions to withdraw his plea of guilty that was entered several years ago now under advice of counsel who were laboring under a severe conflict of interest because they were the counsel who represented him and prepared the FARA filing, having done an independent investigation for weeks interviewing, I don't even know how many witnesses and talking to at least 10 lawyers from other firms. And I mean, it was a detailed, massive investigation that they did that led them to prepare the FARA filing the way they prepared it. And it turns out there were possibly a few errors in it. Frankly, I don't think they were that big of a deal. But instead of admitting whatever the government said the errors were, uh, Covington took the option under threat of the government disclosing their conflict of interest and or recognizing their conflict of interest and possibly even doing a crime fraud exception like they did against Manafort and his lawyers. Covington encouraged Flynn to enter a guilty plea and didn't even fully and correctly inform him of the conflict of interest at any point, but didn't even write him a letter about it until they had already taken him through two days of proffer on everything the government wanted on the false statements in the Russia collusion narrative. So it was just, it was just a horrible mess. I don't know what else to call it at this point of of representation. So we have, you know, peeled off the layers of the proverbial onion and found all kinds of, of evidence needs to be evaluated by the court if the government is going to oppose withdrawing the guilty plea. My hope is that with a new counsel uh, for the government, at the very least, they would agree to allow him to withdraw his plea. I can't imagine trying to cram down a plea under these circumstances when the government did not advise the court that they had threatened to indict his son. Uh, they didn't advise the court of the conflict of interest that both Covington and uh, the government had identified. I mean, the government specifically raised the conflict with Covington twice. So everybody understood wow. how important it was except General Flint. Yeah, uh, and that, for the average listener. So you have a law firm that helped prepare a document that the government now says is fraudulent. And so the the law firm has its own liability, and yet they're advising their client to take the plea and get them off the hook. That's that's the sort of gist of it, correct? Yeah, that's that's pretty much the gist of it. They were, you know, once the FARA filing came within the focus of special counsel, the options for Covington were admit we screwed up and push back. Which, if they had, the government would have never prosecuted Covington. They just right. they just wouldn't have. Lawyers make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. But the option was either either we take the blame and or risk the reputational headline risk, uh, crime fraud order risk, however special counsel wants to proceed, or we adopt the government's theory that Flynn lied to his lawyers. So they, they made the contention that Flynn lied to his lawyers, and they wound up testifying in the Eastern District of Virginia uh, against Flynn's former business partner. That's right. Yes, that's right. So, uh, Mr. Jensen, the, the prosecutor has been who's been named by Attorney General Bill Barr to take a look at these issues. As he digs in, uh, given all the work you've done, given the background that you have in Justice Department misconduct, 
What do you think uh, Mr. Jensen is going to find in the conduct of the Justice Department before Mueller and in the conduct of the Justice Department after Mueller took over as special prosecutor? Well, I don't think anything good. Uh, I mean, I just don't see how he's going to find anything good. If I were he, he's got a 10-year background in the FBI, and from what I hear, his reputation is excellent. If I were he, the first thing I would ask for is the original 302, the FBI interview report, and the audit trail that we have never been given, that Mr. Van Grack, the prosecutor from special counsel team who's still on the case, says he doesn't have in his possession. The judge hinted, oh, well, you know, sometimes things go missing. Well, the FBI's sentinel system does not allow for things to go missing. That's right. That 302 has to be extremely important for it not to have been produced. It has to have been extremely exculpatory of General Flynn. It probably includes the language from the two agents who interviewed him that came out of that interview convinced he was telling the truth, even though his memory didn't comport with the transcripts they had of the calls. But it has to be exculpatory. So that alone would require dismissal of the case for suppression of of Brady evidence, which they're required to give us anything that's favorable to the defense. And obviously they haven't given us that for two years or egregious government misconduct because it was altered. It's... um... The other day, uh, Devin Nunez did an interview on this very podcast, in fact, and he said he was convinced now that the Russia collusion investigation didn't begin on July 31st, 2016, that at the very uh, earliest, it might have started in November or uh, December of 2015, perhaps unpredicated, perhaps through back channels. Do you have any evidence in what you've seen with your client that maybe they were targeting General Flynn before the official open of the investigation in the summer of 16? Yes, I think they were targeting him possibly even from the time he was still in the DIA. Definitely wow. after after he left, which I think was 2014. So the Russia collusion case could really go back two years. And if so, what does that say about the government and the narrative that they've given us for the last three years? <laughs> that they've been doing an awful lot of lying. But then that uh, seems to be their modus operandi. And, and lies have a purpose, right? Uh, it's to hide embarrassment or to hide a dirty trick. What do you think the ultimate cover-up in the Russia collusion case at large and specifically the efforts to prosecute uh, General Flynn? What, what might we learn about the cover-up? Oh, gosh, John. I mean, it could be very far-ranging. I have often thought the Hillary email scandal was the beginning of a huge cover-up for Uranium One, dirty dealings, lots of money flow, arms dealings. I mean, who knows what is underneath all of that. And they do have, somebody has the Anthony Weiner laptop that has all the emails on it. I mean, a huge investigation needs to be done to out all of this corruption of high-level government officials and just clean out the cesspool that's there in D.C. I've, I've never seen anything like it, and it's certainly beyond what I had expected and anticipated, even though I knew it was pretty bad. But it, it's just 
far, wide, and deep. Did, did you ever imagine, you know, you went into government service, you worked for our, our government. Uh, did you ever imagine a day where you would look back and say, I trust the government less than I trust, you know, uh, something else in America? I mean, what, what has happened to the state of government that um, we can't trust in the institutions that are supposed to give justice blindly without uh, regard to politics with fairness and accuracy that we've all come to expect but seems to be lacking right now? Oh, it's just horrible. I mean, Attorney General Barr has the Aegean stables to clean out <laughs> and and the FBI too. And I don't see Christopher yeah. Ray doing anything to restore trust in the FBI. I mean, if they were the, the first step toward restoring integrity in the Department of Justice and the FBI would be to lay out exactly what the government agents did to General Flynn, produce the 302 right. and any other documents. There's still a document in DOJ exonerating him of being an agent of Russia that they haven't produced us, and that was done on January 30th of 2017 while he was still in the White House. Wow. And instead of instead of telling how the president are, that, how do you know that document exists if you don't possess it? Because they gave listeners. us a right, they gave us a little three-line summary of it in a letter and told us it existed but have refused to give us the actual document, which oh, no. I know means there's a lot of other information in it that would be helpful too. That's amazing. And and um, is it because it's classified or what's the reason they, they give for not giving you something so seminal to your defense? They just refused to give it to us. And Judge Sullivan, who is, you know, I bragged about him in my book for six years as the Brady judge, refused to order them to give it to us. Right. No, he does have a reputation of going to, to the maximum of ensuring under the Brady standard that defendants get all the exculpatory material. So it's almost ironic that he lands in this case, isn't it? Yes. And so he's lost that reputation now because he sure has not helped produce the evidence that's exculpatory to General Flynn at all. He denied every single thing we asked for, even things the government had admitted were exculpatory but wouldn't give us the full document. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm going to walk through some very important events that you have helped uncover and uh, and get your reaction to each, each of them. First off, let's go back to when uh, uh, General Flynn visited Moscow for an event with the RT television network. Uh, a lot was made in the media and even by the prosecutors that this might have been a collusion moment. But in fact, what we learned, thanks to your good work, is that uh, General Flynn uh, alerted the DIA and the intelligence community before he went, and then he came back and informed the intelligence community what happened at the uh, at the event. He was actually working for our side to to give visibility to what happened, as opposed to secretly coordinating with with Russia. Is that an, is that an accurate description? Oh yes, that's that's very accurate. In fact, he brought back a lot of information and gave it to them. Wow. And yet he's portrayed in that moment uh, when those stories come out as a traitor, right? And uh, you have a completely different set of facts, right? Don't you? Totally. Yes. I mean, he was sent by his speakers bureau called leading authorities that represents virtually every major government figure and sends them all over the world all the time to speak. He wow. debriefed with DIA fully when he came back. They briefed him extensively before he went. He collected information for them. He didn't even know Putin was going to be sitting at the table, and Putin was only at the table for like 10 minutes, long enough for somebody to take some pictures. 
Wow. So he gets a defensive briefing beforehand, and then he gives an intelligence uh, de debriefing himself of what he learned over there, and yet that's portrayed as a moment of collusion early on. Um, pretty, pretty remarkable, pretty remarkable event. And that that's not even the worst thing you've uncovered because it, we now know, thanks to the inspector general uh, and his report, Michael Horowitz, that in August of 2016, when they were coming to brief uh, uh, then nominee and a future President Trump in New York, uh, that they inserted an FBI agent specifically for the idea that they might even analyze Mike Flynn in case they were going to investigate or indict Mike Flynn in the future. Talk about what happened at that August 2016 briefing and why it's so troubling from a civil liberties perspective. Well, it's an outrageous breach of trust by the FBI vis-a-vis -vis the presidential nominee, the incoming presidential nominee. I mean, those briefing sessions are to build trust between the nominee and the people that participate in the briefing. It's part of the standard procedure for getting presidential candidates up to speed to be able to take over as president when elected. So it was just an egregious breach of trust to have him in there for that purpose. But it's even worse, John. You've got to look at the timeline. August right. 15 is when Strzok and Page text each other about the insurance policy they discussed in McCabe's office. August 16 is when they opened the investigation on Flynn that was totally pretextual. And August 17 is when they slip SSA-1 into the presidential briefing. Any doubt that the insurance policy at the end of the day was the secondary investigation of Mike Flynn to go on top of Crossfire Hurricane? Do you, do you believe that's what the insurance policy was? I do now, yes. And what has the government, has the government... They had to take Flynn out. They were determined to take Flynn out. He knows so much about everything that's wrong in our intelligence agencies. He knows who the bad actors are. He knows about the billions of dollars that Brennan was running off book. I mean, there's just a lot of information he knows that he was going to clean up as President Trump's NSA. It is it is truly remarkable that um, that event occurred. And you didn't know, despite all the Brady uh, requirements, despite all the claims the government gave you everything, the first time you learned that the special agent was setting there to that meeting to basically set up or analyze Mike Flynn was when the IG report came out in December of 19. Is that correct? Exactly. Wow. Amazing. And so we filed a motion to dismiss for egregious government misconduct based on everything we've learned since December. It, it is remarkable. And that's only been two months and there've been all of these explosive revelations and, and, uh, it, it really raises, I grew up in a family of Irish cops and I was told to always cooperate with the police, always to respect the FBI and to cooperate at any moment. But it seems like from what we've learned, cooperation may actually be at your own peril these days. Oh, completely. I mean, General Flynn was trying to cooperate with them when he wound up getting the false statement charge. It's, and he wow. spent hundreds of thousands of dollars cooperating over the last two years. And then all of a sudden, the government wants to claim and take back his cooperation agreement because he wouldn't lie for them in the Eastern District of Virginia. That's another huge act of prosecutorial misconduct. They wanted him to make a statement that he, he knew to be untrue. Is that correct? Exactly. In fact, they had edited the language, Van Grack 
the prosecutor had edited the language out of the statement of offense before Mr. Flynn's original plea and then wanted him to admit the contrary or testify to the contrary when he got on the witness stand in the Eastern District of Virginia. And we refused to do that in pretrial preparation because Flynn did not know there was anything wrong with the fair filing. He just paid Covington $180,000 to do. Right. And he wouldn't have signed it if he had understood that's an expensive that. Court fi- that's an expensive fair filing, apparently. Wow. <laughs> extremely expensive fair filing. And that wasn't the, the least of the cost because then the fair division piled on with subpoenas and congressional right. subpoenas. It was an orchestrated right. attack on him. And, and by the summer of 2017, his, his legal bills were over $2 million. Wow. Yeah, and he no was having to sell his house. Especially when you're on a government salary. Yeah. Right. Picture your face in the mirror. Do you see all those wrinkles around your eyes? How about crow's feet? Or those large under-eye bags? Now imagine they're gone. I'm not talking about some risky, expensive surgery. Just gone in minutes. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under-eye bags in minutes. It's the edge you've been looking for in your look. Don't believe it? I didn't either until I saw some of my friends try it. Now I don't have to imagine anymore. They look 10 years younger. It's unbelievable. Simply put, I'm blown away by the results. Plexiderm can give you the confidence you'll need to be yourself at work or out with friends. The best part is Plexiderm goes on clear so nobody knows that you're using it. Unless, of course, you tell them. Now, go to tryplexiderm.com and use my code VOICES, V-O-I-C-E-S, for 50% off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm plus an additional $10 off. That's right. You heard that right. 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning the code VOICES. That's V-O-I-C-E-S. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit tryplexiderm.com today and use my code VOICES at checkout. That's tryplexiderm.com, code VOICES. I want to take you to January of 2017 because there's several seminal moments now that we, as we look back, are even more dramatic than when they first came out. And and the first is, um, as he's about to take over as National Security Advisor, I've written a story on this, uh, but he apparently is in a car ride in New York or in a briefing and he gets some correspondence. He doesn't remember this correspondence, but the British apparently give him some correspondence that his other aides remember kind of warning them that the Brits may have been involved in the in the Trump investigation. And uh, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about what happened when he's questioned by Special Counsel Mueller and they show him this or talk about this document, um, the, the British warning about Christopher Steele, for lack of a better word. What do you know about that uh, based on the evidence you have right now? Well, they raked him over the coals about it, but he simply doesn't have any recollection of it at all. It would be very helpful to us if he did. Right. But he doesn't. And and I have talked to other people that were around it. It was a letter from the British delivered, I think, either January 10th or January 12th, hand delivered, that totally disavowed any credibility of Christopher Steele and, and would have completely destroyed the whole Russia collusion narrative. Apparently, it went into the safe at uh, in Clapper's office, ODNI. ODNI. 
Yeah, and has never been seen since. Although I heard that special counsel had seen it, I don't. I can't. I don't know that that's true. But you don't have any doubt that such a correspondence occurred based on the ferocity and intensity by which the mother prosecutors questioned him. Oh, definitely no. That no, that exists, and they know it exists, and they know what it says. So it's a remarkable moment because it, we, when you take that's around the twelfth of January, if I remember correctly, the date. Uh, about five days before that, the, we now know that the Justice Department and the FBI interviewed Christopher Steele's primary source, and he told them the same thing, which is the stuff being attributed to me as a source is made up. I was joking or it was made up. It's not credible. So they had two warnings in that, in that week, early January, that the primary guy they were basing the FISA warrant on was a bad actor or certainly making up uh, allegations that were now at the heart of the investigation. And had no credibility at all in the view of the British government. And I was also told that that document, a copy of it, would have been given to Susan Rice as well. It wouldn't have just been sent to the the incoming NSA. It would have been given to the current NSA. So the Obama administration knew full well that the entire Russia collusion mess was a farce. And it's a right around that same time where Mike Flynn might be picking up uh, the first signs that maybe the Russia collusion investigation was uh, a dirty trick, Christopher Steele being the dirty trick, that the tech cut leak occurs of his conversations with um, the ambassador to Russia. We're three years, almost, we are three years from that moment, and the government appears not to be able to determine who leaked that. How troubling is that to you? Very, very troubling. I mean, Mike Flynn is the victim of multiple crimes here, not the perpetrator. And all the crimes have been committed by the government agents who set him up and lied about him and lied to him and created false assertions of criminal conduct. The FARA filing, the, the FARA allegations, when you look at them specifically, they're false in themselves. And, and then the false statements were made up. We've got altered 302s the night of February 10th. Strzok goes back and make Lisa, makes Lisa Page's changes right. to the 302 and also some of his own to add things in there that are not reflected in the agent's notes. There's just one false statement by the government after the other to frame General Flynn. Uh, it is remarkable. And, and uh, that in your narrative, as you've built these uh, uh, court motions, you also seize on another thing, which is as they go to interview, so that the, the document gets uh, leaked, uh, they, they're going to interview uh, General Flynn at the White House. And James Comey brags that they were trying to sucker punch him, basically surprise him, try to catch him without a lawyer and maybe catch him uh, in a mistake in his testimony, even though the agents thought he was not deceptive. What does that say about the type of FBI that was investigating Mike Flynn and Donald Trump at that moment, that they were literally trying to, by their own admission, pull the wool over his eyes in hopes that he would make a mistake? Absolutely disgusting. Nothing, nothing honorable or appropriate about it whatsoever. Just absolutely disgusting and pathetic. 
And that's mm-hmm. just one of many instances we found in the information that was provided, what little the government has given us, that there was a group of about 10 people in the FBI who met regularly and schemed and planned in multiple meetings about how to catch him off guard, keep him off guard, keep him relaxed, so that he did not even know he was the subject of an interview, much less that he was being investigated and or you know warned of his rights none of that happened with him and then they want to take a falsified concocted 302 to make a crime out of it it's we know that the i mean i don't even have words for how bad it is (laughs) yeah i can only imagine your frustration and you're somebody who spent a lot of time exposing bad conduct in the justice department but this appears to be at a level that uh, maybe even when you wrote your book was it was unimaginable, right? Right. This is this is the worst ever. Certainly you, that I have seen in my long career. How are you going to get justice beyond fighting uh, the current uh, charges and the sentencing and all the options you have in front of you? Uh, what is the best option to hold people accountable who did these things to General Flynn, to did these things to the Trump campaign, and quite frankly, did it to the American public by deceiving us all about the state of the evidence? Exactly. I mean, we really need the Justice Department to do it. The, the first step towards setting things right would be for Mr. Jensen to expose exactly what happened here and to dismiss the case against General Flynn. And if they don't do that, they're just, absolutely disgraceful. Have you had the chance to talk to Mr. Jensen yet or to make that request of him that he consider uh, dismissing the charges? No, other than my motions and the letter that I wrote to Attorney General Barr and Deputy Attorney General Rosen when uh, Mr. Rosen came on board, which is now six or eight months ago. It is rare, though, at this moment, so far into the Flynn case, that uh, that they would name a special prosecutor to look at these issues. Uh, what does that say? Does that tell you maybe that uh, the the body of evidence is so overwhelming now that even inertia in the Justice Department can't stop uh, a review? I think it is, John. I really do think it is. And I, and I don't even have all the evidence. So w- with what I've got, it's clear to any objective observer that will go and look at the documents I've attached to our filings exactly what happened here. You just can't look at the altered 302 in the agent's notes and not realize that they inserted things in there that that weren't there before. And I don't even think we have the notes contemporaneous with the interview because the longest set of notes are so neatly written, they look like they were printed sitting at a table I don't know when, but not during the interview. Wow. The um, at the end of the day, as you trust the you know or, or try to trust the criminal side of the Justice Department to uh, resolve these issues, are you leaving open the possibility that you may sue some of these people to get separate discovery or a separate track of uh, accountability going for for General Flynn? Well, we're, we're trying to keep our focus on making the system work right now. I mean, we really want either a court or the Justice Department to do the right thing here, preferably the Justice Department to help restore public trust in the system. If that doesn't happen, then, I'm, you know, all options are on the table. Right. 
And right now, a pardon isn't even one of your strategic moves, right? Because you're still in that uh, uh, effort of just trying to get the Justice Department to address what's already in the, the body of evidence, correct? Exactly, yes. We don't want a pardon. We want an exoneration. Right. Not that he wouldn't accept a pardon, of course, but sure. that's not my goal and that's not his goal. We want to see the justice system, the court or the Department of Justice declare this case overdone, dismissed in the interest of justice. And if you had to look into your crystal ball, because you know how the Justice Department and the court system works so well, when does this get resolved? Are we a months away, weeks away, years away from getting this resolved? Well, like I said, if I were Mr. Jensen, I'd demand that 302. Yeah. And I would think that upon that either being produced or not produced, the case could be over in a week. Wow. I mean, I just can't see why it's taking long at all. Yeah. Yep. And the exoneration, and the exoneration statement. And, yeah, yeah, the exoneration statement and the DIA file that shows his briefings and debriefings and any other number of documents that should be right there within the possession of the Department of Justice or the FBI, the subfiles and the, the AC from the original interview of General Flynn that wasn't supposed to happen during the presidential right. daily briefing. I mean, yep. just the fact they used a presidential daily briefing to go collect information on this man is egregious government misconduct that warrants dismissal of his prosecution. It is, it is extraordinary. No one could imagine back in August 16 that all these operations were going on and discussions about insurance policies were uh, floating about. It is um, almost it almost feels like something that was ripped out of a Clancy uh, novel and not a uh, and not what should happen in real life. Uh, last question for because I know how not busy what you should yeah, go ahead. Not, so, some, not something that should ruin the life of a, yeah. a storied American general whose whole family has dedicated their lives to military service and government service in the highest honor. I mean, it's just outrageous. It, it is an unthinkable uh, drama to to have gone through. I can't imagine what it's like to live through it as, as his lawyer, as he as the person, the defendant who's gone through this. Um, one last question, because it's always been on the back of my mind, and I've been dying to find out if we know anything about this. Um, we know that there were a group of informants that were inserted to test Papadopoulos, test um, uh, uh, Carter Page. Do you have any evidence that, uh, and I'll just name three or four people that whose name have now come up, Halper uh, and um, uh, Downer, uh, have, have any of the people that we now know were informants, Mifsud, who was suspected to be an informant, do you have any evidence that they came in contact with General Flynn during the time that the FBI was and the intelligence community was looking at these issues? Halper and Downer, I believe, were involved in smearing General Flynn with some personal falsehoods that were extremely hurtful uh, personally and, and absolute ball faced lies. This is the Svetlana Loka stuff? Yeah, right. Mifsud might have had something to do with the RT dinner. I've had several people tell me he was and several people tell me he wasn't. It's about equally balanced now, so right. I don't know. Very interesting. Well, I, I suppose uh, with all of the digging you're doing, we're going to get those answers someday and hopefully someday soon. Well, Sydney Powell, thank you so much for taking so much time and helping us walk through this case. The, uh, the, the future of civil liberties has a lot to do or hanging in the balance as you litigate these issues for General Flynn, for sure. 
Yes. I mean, if they can do this to General Flynn, they can do it to anyone. And it exemplifies everything that's wrong right now with our FBI and Department of Justice that Mr. Barr and, and Mr. Rosen and Mr. Ray and Mr. Jensen and the good guys need to be fixing now, sooner rather than later, because the public is just at their wit's end. They are. I hear that all around the country. You're so right. Picture your face in the mirror. Do you see all those wrinkles around your eyes? How about crow's feet? Or those large under-eyed bags? Now imagine they're gone. I'm not talking about some risky, expensive surgery. Just gone in minutes. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under-eye bags in minutes. It's the edge you've been looking for in your look. Don't believe it? I didn't either until I saw some of my friends try it. Now I don't have to imagine anymore. They look 10 years younger. It's unbelievable. Simply put, I'm blown away by the results. Plexiderm can give you the confidence you'll need to be yourself at work or out with friends. The best part is Plexiderm goes on clear so nobody knows that you're using it. Unless, of course, you tell them. Now, go to tryplexiderm.com and use my code VOICES, V-O-I-C-E-S, for 50% off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm, plus an additional $10 off. That's right. You heard that right. 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning the code VOICES. That's V-O-I-C-E-S. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit tryplexiderm.com today and use my code VOICES at checkout. That's tryplexiderm.com, code VOICES. Well, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. Again, thank you to Sidney Powell for spending so much time and helping us understand these very, very important issues. We'll be back next week. All right, Sidney, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. 
be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z -Pak. The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twchealth/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%.